Podcast. How are we doing, fellas? G'day, lads. What a day. Team? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday of Grand Final. The day of the Tuesday. Mm. Uh, what a week it is. Yeah, what a week it is. Post Brownlow. Post Brownlow. Pre Grand Final. final. Post Queen Funeral. Post Queen's Funeral. Did anyone watch it? No. No. I didn't watch a single second. It was, it was on, but I wasn't watching it. Oh, look. Yeah, she served well. Onwards. Question. Sunday Grand Final. Sorry, Sunday Brownlow thoughts. Sunday Brownlow thoughts? Mm. Well, a fun. lot of bad boy activity in the background. I'm pretty happy because like, Monday is just a bit of a weird night, isn't it? Don't, I, that's I am actually kind of happy with it on a Sunday. Yeah, so yeah likewise. Yeah. It, was, it was nice. Um, real question is, would you line up for 13 hours to look at a casket? Yes or no? It's actually Depends longer. In it. Longer. It's actually longer. Depends 13 hours was Bex. What? 13 hours David Beckham. Mm. He lined up 13 hours. Who's in it? Someone you cherish dearly. Probably. No. No. <laughs> I'd probably get a drone and fly over. Sure. I've seen them enough throughout <coughs> my life to not send it. Because so, we're all so famous here. If someone in line came up to us and said, would you like to go to the front of said line, are you doing a David Beckham saying no or are you pushing all the way to the front? Why? Did, did he get offered the front yep. row? He got offered to... And he said, no, nah, I'm he got standing to, with the people. Yep, he got offered to bump his way all the way up. And David said no. Grow up, David. Oh, bit of respect. Mate. I'd stay in the line. I'm a man of the people. No, you're as not. the people know. No, you're not. You'll get so bored, mate. That's all right. Anyway, speaking of the people, let's get into it, eh? Make this, friends. This one's from Tom Dawes. He goes, he reckons if the Tassie AFL team eventuates and they don't name them the Tassie T Rexes, then they've missed a trick. King of the jungle, and not aware of any other sporting teams with the name. Imagine a midwinter game down in Hobart. A bit of a low-level Tassie mist rolling through the oval. The lights go out and the Jurassic Park theme song rolls over the speakers as the team runs out in darkness. Spine tingling stuff. <laughs> Discuss. Um, I love all concepts apart from the name t- Tassie T-Rexes. There's more. No. If they're not Tassie Devils, it'll be a, a mystery to me. Is it, I've got a, is it a chance they're just called Tasmania? No. They'll have a name. Do you reckon? Like, I reckon they'll just be Tasmania. I think that holds a bit of... Bit of oomph. They'll have a name. No, you can't. Tasmania. Tas- Tasmania. Tasmania Devils. They, yeah, it has to be oh, the when Devils. I hated the Jack Jumpers at first, mm. but that's really grown on me. Yeah, but that's special to Tassie, which is good. But like you think about T Rex, like AFL, like short arms still. That doesn't resonate. Like T Rex has got short arms. It does. All right, and you can't. If they're not the Tassie yeah. Devils, they've missed a trick. Yeah, agreed. telling you right now. <laughs> agreed. But um, T Rex is admirable, admirable, whatever the word is. Admirable. That's Admirable. the word. Thank you. From Tommy Dawes. But um, that's, Maybe a this a, one. that's a swing and miss, mate. Um, Hudson Babbage. Who is the most hot and cold player in the AFL? AFL? Who was that? NFL. NFL. Who was that? Babbo? Oh, yep, that's Babbo. Babbo! I.e. if they're on, they're on. Ooh. Hot and cold. <clears throat> I've got one for you. Yep. This was NFL, right? Yep. Lamar Jackson. Okay. When he's on, he's on. Broke the record for uh, 100 yards in a match most times by a quarterback today. Mm. Yep. Yep. I actually really like that. I actually really like that. I'm watching. The old if they're on, they're on. Because he can have some stinkers. I think um, Tua 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 Tua
I think he's getting to that stage because he's, he's like... He's still far from him. I need to see a bit more from No, but I just mean like because he's crossing through that um, boundary of like like young to good, he has those games where you're like, holy shit, like six touchdowns, 28-point mm. comeback. And then he just goes back to being like, oh, yeah, you're a third, second-year player. Mine's probably, probably Kyler Murray, to be honest. We've so all named QBs. <clears throat> well, they are. Like, you can go through running probably backs. because I don't know who anyone else is. You can go through running backs. You can go through um, wide receivers, but it all depends on who the playing situation of the game. But yep. Kyler, he's small, playoff series, didn't run. What's his number one asset deal? Running. running. So when he's on, he's on. Like He was shocking first half against the Raiders on the weekend, mm. and he was... Fire in the yep. second, but yep. more to the last. So cool. Uh, Brock Russell, how many premierships have you played in? Hmm. Just footy? Uh, nope, he said premierships. Oh, shit. All right. Um, played, played in six football. I've played in one, two, three cricket. Mm-hmm. So I'm two and one in cricket. And footy as a Upper Swan days, five straight grand finals as captain, five straight losses. So it was really... Um, Were you in five... I swear we've been through this before, but five straight. Yeah. And you lost every one. Yeah. Speaks yeah. to the man, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but then but then it all came about because those grand finals all played at Steel Blue Oval. Mm-hmm. And then when we played our reserves grand final, the infamous 2016 or two, whatever it was, when we played Scarborough, coming from fifth and came from 22, 23 points down and uh, beat, the, beat the number one seed in the last quarter. Yeah, just everything else. Yeah. Was just, I'm pretty happy. That was me, so I've been in a few. Two footy, two basketball. Yeah. I think I'm three footy, four cricket, and cricket's run, uh, spanning from juniors and seniors. Footy was just all juniors. And then three gridiron. <laughs> And they're obviously all seniors. Are we including beer pong here? Uh, sure. Okay, I've been in four straight beer pong finals and um, haven't scored in any of those. <laughs> so, dare say, I'm one of those, like, um, a bit like, old, like Chris Scott. Like, I'll be there, but then when really, you really need me, do? No. Oh, bit shade there. No. Gee whiz. Yep. Yep. Uh, Hudson Knight. Meatbox versus Kebab. Kebab. Nilo! <laughs> Meatbox. Meatbox. Yeah. No, kebab. Uh, kebab. kebab. What are you getting your meatbox? Um, from Kebab Delicious, shout out, sponsor of the pod. Um, <laughs> Correct. Chicken with hot chili and garlic with cheese and jalapenos. Oh. It's actually. I go, cool. I go chicken, sour cream, sweet chili, and a little bit of cheese. Yeah. No, I don't really get it. Get it. You've never. You, so I've had it, but like, nah, I don't remember the Oh, order. I love, like, I love them, but I'm kebab. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm kebab. Not, I, I'll, I'll get a meatbox. I reckon. Some Sundays when I'm marinating on the lounge. Sure. I've never had a... I probably haven't had a meatbox. Yeah, post, post-hippie, post it's always kebab. Yep. And then I might get a meatbox just when I'm feeling freaky. Okay. Last time I actually ordered a meatbox was Uber Eats and I fell asleep before it got there. Walked outside and there was about 4 million ants at the front door. Yeah. Bit of a loss, but yep. that's all right. Happens, happens a bit. Fallen soldier. Yep. Abby Crisp. Soldier. Abby Crisp. If you could be best friends with any celebrity, who would it be? Abby coming in firing. Mm. I'm gonna go any celebrity. Yeah, any celebrity, but not sporting anyone. Or just just any for now. I'll, I'll go too. I'll, if I was gonna go sporting celebrity, it'd probably be LeBron James. If it's just a any other celebrity, um, 
Mark Wahlberg. I don't know why. That is an interesting one. Interesting. Mine, mine would be, so non-sporting would be Will Ferrell. Mm. Um, and sporting would be Sean McVay. I reckon he'd be a cool dude. Okay. Seems like a cool dude. The Rams coach. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He seems very intense. If he's intense, then I don't know what many other NFL head coaches are. He seems a bit like camping. Sorry? Intense. Oh, God. (laughs) Answer from Um, (laughs) Non-sporting, Snoop Dogg. Sporting, Usain Bolt. Done. Benny Pohl. He comes with us with two here. Could I please have your 2023 F1 driver lineup? Does he mean full lineup? Yeah, I think he does. Maybe next week? Um, yeah, we've got a heavy, well, there's going to be a lot of changes. That's we've right. That's got, why maybe next week then. Deal, this is on you to bank it for next week. Because yeah, yeah. we've got obviously a big pod this week footy-wise. Yeah. So I reckon next week's probably the one. And because, yeah, we can then think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, next week. But he comes up. Was there something you would like to see added to Brownlow and I? So we get Mark of the Year, we get um, we get Goal of the Year, we Mark get... of the Year, Goal of the Year, Jim Steins. Yep. Is that Community Award? Yep. Or is that the Jim Steins? Not sure. I didn't no, watch uh, it. Who knows? Yeah, no, I don't. Um, um, I, want... I think it was actually this year was one of the better Brownlows for a long time. I'm, I want Fev back. Oh. I want Fev to come back and give me some pressure point. That's okay. what I want. Okay. That's they're the Brownlows. Yeah, Steven Cigar. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, and I know there's been some people going, "Oh, I didn't like how intoxicated some of the players were." Rah, rah. Like, Mate, like they right played a whole up. year, go to another friggin', you know, awards night, and it's the exact same day. So yeah, probably worse. So, I really like the addition of the Sunnies on a few of the boys. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That was really doggies good. boys were up and about, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, pretty, um, pretty sunny for me. We had place. one from Big Cheese about Arsenal Tottenham, but yep. that's two weeks away. Cool. We don't know. There's an international break, so yep. we'll wait until Hold that on that, Big week. Cheese. Um, Jason goes Real Madrid or Barcelona in the La Liga this year. It's tight. It, oh, it's too early still. It's um, tight, though. And it looks like after a couple wishy washy years, they are like back to being, yeah, it's, it's Real Madrid and Barcelona. I don't trust Barcelona upstairs. Because they're financially in some serious shit, but their lineup looks amazing with Lewandowski and Dembele and a few others. Eight goals in six yeah. games. Yeah, um, but then you got Ancelotti looking after Real Madrid at the other end. So you go Benzema. What could happen? January's going to be interesting, but it's going to be back to the good old two or race. I, I'm going to go Barcelona. Yeah, I might go Barca as well. I'm going to go Madrid just to good. be different. Nice, because I've got no idea. Vinicius Junior. So this one's from the White Walker. No. I'll start with this, right? So he he goes, oh, I have late mail. This was last night. I was like, it's all right. Mate. How many times did he message you? He messaged me too. Did he get you? Like, so like, late mail, late mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, that's before I replied, he had I thought sent, it'd be genuinely miss out on He had sent five messages before mm. I'd replied. Mm. Anyway, I'll get to his question in a minute because I was like, it's all right, mate, recording tomorrow. He goes, bloody hell, thought I pet you. F- yeah, thought I pet you fellas down. I was like, Pat? No, he said pet. Okay. I'll and, be I pet, said, Corey. And, I, and I said, I said to him, never assume. Baby Corey. Never assume, Corey. And what's the saying? Do we know the saying there about assume? It mm. makes an ass out of you and me because of assume. But got ya. So, so you know how assume is spelled A double S. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got it now. He then said yeah. the saying mm. and spelled it A R S E. 
Uh, Even though the actual word is ASS, I was—I literally said, ex- "I said exactly." Except you're going to be um, spelling "ass" correctly for this example. What an idiot! I feel like he's in a bit of light. He's a bit confused at the moment. Corey. I feel like he was a bit flustered. No, the and thing is, calm it's down. not assume. Yeah, exactly. Bit of background. Bit of background. <laughs> he's not umpiring anymore. Season's over. Yeah. He's trying to figure out what to do with his life now that he's not on the field with the whistle. So, hence probably why he's I mean, struggling. I just, I just hey, I know exactly what he's doing. Have you seen Corey in the Kitchen? I just, no. I just don't in, Instagram, the, Instagram page, Corey in the Kitchen. You're kidding. When the, yeah. I reckon we do a live ki- cooking show. Oh. When the word ass is spelt for you, he changed the spelling and added the, and what, what's, what's his question? Oh, that's his question. I'll, I'll, I'll it better answer. be fucking good. Do you boys have any trade smokies or deals which you think should or shouldn't happen in this trade window? Any deals you think should or shouldn't happen? <sighs> what? What do you think? I'm a trade insider, mate. No, well, just like think about the ones that are rumored. We've got a lot of dockers to North Melbourne. We got Jackson that we'll speak about soon. We've now got Meeky. We've got Dunkley. Uh, the, uh, oh, okay. Well, I'll start with that then. I think should 100 percent for the Brisbane Lions, even though it will be very tricky to do. Dunkley to Brisbane should happen. It yeah. will happen. They'll try very hard. It, just like it fits. He's like the on missing their timeline. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've got one for Corey. Um, I've heard through pretty close sources to the club. Um, it's actually going to be Logue and Tucker for Zerha and Davies Uniac. So, uh, well, Zerha resigned a couple of weeks ago, mate. So. Well, that's why it's a trade. That's actually happening. I heard that. So, Corey, big North Melbourne fan, that's actually happening, mate. No, it so. still, still happens. Go cry, go cry in your sleep, man. If you're, un- if you're uncontracted, you still get traded, mate. I've also Just go got... cry in your sleep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got um, a bit of sauce. So I've got some sauces. Is this Tabasco? It is Tabasco. This is making me sick. So I haven't... What? Continue. So no names. And just so everyone knows, this, this, this wasn't me. This was sent in by a listener with a sauce. And I'm trying to find it. And now I'm struggling. Now you're struggling. And you're yep. by yourself on an island. I'm going to leave you there. Well, maybe if you guys could just start talking. No, 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 because I don't I don't, fighting. I don't, give any more opinions on this show after previous week. So we it's can, not an opinion. I'm just saying we can sit in silence for a little bit until Dylan finds what he needs to find. I'm trying. Maybe. I <laughs> dreamed a dream of times gone by. Fucking hell. Maybe I will give my opinions now. Go All on. right, hang on. All right, what go. I'm going to do... Is I'm going to go to the next question, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to find it while we discuss the next question. Okay. okay. Bit of preparation from here, Dil. Oh, no, I had it. <laughs> Come on, brother. I just can't find it, brother. Oh, Herschel Gibbs, mate. You had brother, it, but you dropped it. I can't it. find it. So That's the third time someone has mentioned Herschel Gibbs to me today. I know. Before today, no one talks about the great man. All right. So mm. this question here. And this one, this <laughs> I wouldn't say controversial, but it is a big statement from Tom Dawes. Mm. So he says... Smoke A. Thoughts on AFL players not seeing the anthem before the game. He noticed in the Pies and Dockers game, it was only Mason Cox, who is not even from our country, and Alex Pierce. I get they might be trying to focus, but I think it's pretty weak to not sing the anthem. What are our thoughts? I've played in a couple finals where they play the anthem beforehand. I was not a big singer. I was more of a mutterer. No, no, wasn't going to belt it out. It's a fine line. It's when you represent your country. You belt it out. It's a completely different story. You look at rugby, you look at soccer, international sports, probably a little bit different because you're representing your country. Where um, obviously AFL rules, um, 
you're playing the national sport, so it's a little bit different. But not too phased, really. People are patriotic in different ways. Like yeah. you can't. It's a similar thing. You can't put everyone into a box and say you have to do this. It's whatever you're comfortable. Yeah, with. I actually like hundred percent agree because even just me, for example. There are some times, and I don't. This might sound dumb, but whatever you want, I'm answering the question. There are some times when I want to bust it out, and then there are some times when I almost just want to like sit there, embrace it, sing it internally, yeah. and just really be in the moment. So I, I couldn't disagree more also, that it's weak also, to not sing it. The national anthem, unless you're in a crowd of ninety thousand, doesn't really do much for me. Oh and no, it, no, I, I disagree there. If we, so you know how junior footy grand finals sing it now before? Yes. Yep. Back when we played, they didn't. Mm. I'll tell you what, <laughs> 2012. If you're playing, it's a different Stop. story. 2012, Midvale versus Upper Swan, grand final, still blow over. We won by 99 points. If I sung the, the national anthem before that game, we would have won by 199 points. Mm. Okay? You would have snuck forward force. and kicked 10. Big force. Can I tell you something else? Mm. Go, went to the Wallabies game, the last Wallabies game here. Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, waltzing Matilda did more for me than the national anthem has ever done. That's a, That'll that's, hit you. That is quite clearly a personal opinion that you have. Mm. That'll hit you. Yep. All right, I found the squirt. Sure. So, also, this person goes, mm. I've got a squirt for yuz. Yuz. During my time at Williton teaching on prac. Williton? Luke that Jackson the, yep. was there as a student. Yes, he was. The Eagles were sending Drew Petrie out to the school to work with him one-on-one. Don't be surprised if West West Coast have an interest in him as they develop an open relationship. Well, I think you've got (laughs) an open relationship. Who has said this? I added the open bit because I choked, but developed a relationship. That first bit, not be surprised if West Coast have interest. Of course they're going to have interest, but it is squirty that the uh, side, side bit was going down while I was at school. From what I've heard, it's basically a done deal. To Dockers. Yeah. Yeah. It is Fremantle. It's effectively done. Yep. Yep. So it's... It's a squirt. It's what do you want. It happened. It's just a fact. Tell you what, that squirt's not gone very well. No, it happened. Not gone very far. And actually, to his credit, he messaged me this like just after the last pod. So I've bits played out in that time. But anyway, that's People's Voice for the week. Thank you once again, listeners. How are we going to rank the power? I think I'm in my opinion. I think it's just about. Did we get a Jackson White? No, we didn't. So top, I'll give you top seven because it was Ben, Big Cheese, Smokey, Jacko, and the White Walker, followed by Brock Russell and Casey. All right, I reckon we go from a top seven to a top six, and Corey drops out completely for changing the spelling of ass. Couldn't was agree more. Very poor. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> and and Jacko and and having a cook an Instagram page. Jacko didn't. Uh, oh, it's come actually with a, really impressive. Jacko I didn't come lie. with a question, so he he for me drops to five from four. Yep. Brock came with a question, so he goes to four. So okay, can I just interrupt here quickly? Yeah. Are we content with this being a numbers ranking system over a quality ranking system? What do you mean numbers? Well, at the moment, we're dropping people for not bringing in a question and we're raising people for bringing in, for asking a question. Mm. If that question that gets asked isn't any good mm. and it's just a generic question, should that person be moved up ahead? No, well, we've, we, we, we dropped we dropped Babbo out. I'm just out. asking a question. I'm just asking the question. We dropped Babbo out last Kobe, week. Kobe, I'd love your input here. Look, last mate, I think the power rankings are perfectly fine the way they're going. Why? 
Well, the people are getting into it. Dill's fucking satisfied. That's not answering Dill's the question, Dill's the commissioner mate. of the rankings. That's, I'm just oh. raising if that one question of said person goes, for example, if, if Hayden Cobley was fourth in the rankings and his question was, boys, what did you have for lunch today? Mate. And the person in third didn't ask the question, am I speaking, could I go to third? Am I speaking Japanese? What? I told you Hudson Babbage sent in a shocker the last week and went down. Yes, but I'm just saying I don't know if the per like it's not just number it's not just a numbers game, mate. That's what I'm trying to get some clarity on. Because like, I have had feedback. Like the brown gentlemen, I'm not just asking this question based off my uh from my back. I've had some Your sources. opinion in other words. Mm-hmm. I've had some people that listen to the pod actually ask for some clarity around the power rankings and why... Well, have we been asked these questions? Or, no. What I'm saying, Dill? I think you're talking shit. Are you guys ready? Do you want to listen? You're saying, Kobe, that you're a man of the people. How about you listen to the people? I'm and they are the saying, people. They are saying they want consistency with how the power rankings work. So maybe, Dill, all I'm it's saying... And Dill... It's you, consistent as Dil, it gets. This is what I'm saying. Maybe an infographic might need to go up explaining... <laughs> For one, they're not fucking infographics. I don't know how many times I've told you this. Infographics, mate. <laughs> All right, infographics so. have graphs on them. Yeah, yes, that's what I want. I think that's what the people want Fuck. to know how to go up and down the rankings. If, they, right. if they listen to the podcast, they'll know. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into it, eh? Patrick Cripps mm. is our 2022 Brownlow medalist. Yes, he is. Looking at some wild bets floating around, was at 26 to 1 at the start of the season. Could yep. not believe it. 32 at one point. 32 at one point. Started off like a house on fire, as we thought, except with round one, where he got one vote for a 30 and three. Yep. And then um, sort of got a little bit of uh, luck back, polling high in a couple of games where we thought might not have. But can't, like, deserving winner. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, a lot of people, I've been asked the question a couple of times since the night. Did he deserve it because of the suspension? Well, he wasn't suspended, so he fucking deserved Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more if you do. And thing is, with, um, as we know, I'm a very much a say-it-out-loud guy. Mm. You know how we speak about mid-year, sorry, mid-2000s cricket deal, how we're saying that Ponting, Simons, McGrath, Warren made us feel safe? Saying it out loud, Patrick Cripps, Brownlow medalist. Sounds right. Feels right. It, does, it feels, it? It sounds right. No disrespect. Took Miller, Brownlow medalist. Hmm. Mm. Patrick Cripps gives me Adonis, big man, biggest midfielder in the game. Yes, I think two will win one eventually. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Dare say. Could be next year. Who yeah. knows? Honestly, um, I think very everyone hard to in that tagged. top five will win a brown, though, eventually. Who else do we have? So top five was obviously Cripper, Lockie Neal already won one. Uh, Took, Brayshaw, Oliver. Yep. Yeah. Dare say. Took, Brayshaw, and Oliver should all win one, I reckon. Just yep. about. At some point. Um, but what, what I thought on the night, watching it live... I think this was the most we've seen non-winning players get votes. Mm. I think just from like I'd like like I'd love to know the stats, but obviously it's a bit hard to find them. Mm. But for some reason, this year was just popping out to me that it seemed like every game there that you know fifty point loss, ten point loss, whatever it was, there were more players getting in the votes in the losing team. Now. Are you on the side of Dill? It's a three-two-one. If you're the second best player on the ground and you lose by sixty, well, number one, can you hap- Can that happen? Mm. Number two, should it just be given, mm. or are you with the side that's like if you're getting pumped by sixty? There was a Travis Boak three votes lost to someone by sixty, mm-hmm. had forty, but you're like, no, nah, you can't, you can't be doing that. You can't be giving out three. I've got a question. Yeah, go. 
Are we content with the umpires still giving out the, the awards? The problem is, know. who else is it meant to go to? I think it's a simple award, a simple process. Literally same as what they do for the for Derby games, Roscoe and Denning medals. You also didn't answer my question, though. What? You answered his question with a question. Yeah. Yeah, I'm countering the question. The umpires have got so much on their plate with all the rule changes, etc. We obviously have them giving Brownlow votes as well. Could we just give it to the commentators or a select few? I think they so do risky. it. I know, I know it's messy and I know it's risky, but therefore, mate, they, they're the ones actually genuinely watching then the I was, game. I was, even given the, I was even given the counter-argument about coaches and coaches' association votes mm. that if a player does a job, he's likely going to get in the votes. <laughs> doesn't mean he's on the three best players on the ground. But there was a couple... What was it? It was... Um, Two of Carl Amon's best yeah. on grounds. So perfect case, the old Carl Amon. Two, two in a row. Two, three, three yeah, in losses. In a row. Both games did not feature a coach association vote. Then you had a couple the other opposite way. For example, Tom Barras, ten coaches votes in the Hawthorne game where he had thirty and yeah. eighteen marks. Yeah, didn't poll a vote even though they only lost by twenty. You know. So Carl Amon, the out of all the AF, like predictors for the Brownlow, three Amon's half. highest. In any of them was five votes. Mm, that yeah. was what his max. What did he end up with? Fifteen. Fifteen and beat Rosie for at a dollar twenty and ruined yeah. every multi. Every multi going to man. Known a man. Yeah. Well, speaking of losing the game and winning votes. Yeah. Can you answer the question? Um, St Kilda v Sydney last round. Yes. Sydney win by ten points. First St. time St. Kilda, in more fifteen years. Hanbury gets the three. Ben Long gets a two. Jack Steel gets the one. And I actually look at that and I remember watching that game and I think that's fair. Yeah. Because okay. that was a pretty. Oh, tight game it despite was. the scoreboard mm. and those three played outstanding games and probably kept them it's just it. it's just crazy to think like and i know like there was even a little bit of a uh, debate in our group chat because a, a few people were saying how is carlton not making finals when they had the coleman medalist and the brownlow medalist and then we look at it and go well it's a team game it's sort of like, like it's just hard to believe that a team that wins cannot have mm. in the three best players on the ground but <laughs> i mean seriously brownlow medalist Common medalist, five All Australians, eight and two after round ten, miss finals. Mm. Shit, shit. Mm. Mm. It is pretty interesting. But yeah, no, it was a good count. Yeah, overall. it was awesome yeah. count. It was a bloody good count. Mm. Best one since two thousand three, I think. Who won that? You deal. Three way tie. Mm. Well done, sir. Very good. Well done. Yeah, thank you. I'm not too bad with my brownlows. <coughs> uh, at two thousand, then we stop there. Um, <laughs> well, let's move on to this week. Then we got a couple. Couple. Mm, on yeah. their way Yes You boys are on your way Yes we're going to go over Which will be fantastic I'll tell you right now I'm already overheating <laughs> It's going to be a long week It's going to be a fantastic day um, I think Yeah best result Best result They're two best teams now, Geelong, like, arg- Arguably like Everyone's raving about Collingwood I think Collingwood's the best story mm. I don't think like Things that really annoyed me um, With the whole Post game between the Collingwood and Sydney game, everyone, all the papers are saying how Collingwood couldn't get it done. Collingwood this, Collingwood that. How close were Collingwood? So Sydney were arguably in control of that game the whole time mm. until Collingwood did what Collingwood has been doing. Well, to be honest, I think Sydney chops try stop trying to win the game. Oh, they tried I mean, to save it, but that was the, the luxury of. Being up by yeah, thirty six points, try to park the bus. Yeah, but the whole rhetoric has been around, and there's that word again. Rhetoric. Yep, it's been based on how close Collingwood were instead of congratulations Sydney for getting through. Yeah. They, everyone can say that they slowed down or nearly choked the game, yep. but the fact they won the game. 
So, you break the game down, break this week down. Um, Sydney have had the wood over Geelong last yeah. three years. Yep, they have. I think they've won like. It's cricket on tonight. There is, yeah. They've won cricket, yeah. more than three quarters of their last 12 games. Yeah. So it'll be. Oh, it's gonna, I think it's going to be close. It's going to be a rip-up. But before we get into future predictions, we may, we may If well, it's wet, it's going to be a We may as well give it a bit, of a, a bit of a debrief the weekend gone. Mm. Geelong, Brisbane. Thoughts? I think that went exactly how we are all expecting it to, to be honest. Yep. Anyone that really thought Brisbane were going to... Especially with the three-headed monster that they like to roll out if everyone's fully fit. I think... Um, if yeah. I'm watching that game as a Collingwood person, I'm thinking, why are we going after Dan McStay? Mm. He was nowhere... Mm, no way. It concerns me a bit with like Brisbane's off season. They're going to be in a pretty good position mm. coming out of it. They're going to get Ashcroft pick one. They're going to get Jasper Fletcher, who's another father son, and they're also going to get um, or might be Academy. I can't remember. And more dare say, get Dunkley over the line as well. Um, so you get those three around your engine room. See you later, Robinson. Devin Robinson, Robertson probably doesn't get a crack. Reith Matheson probably doesn't get a go. So there's going to be a bit more set up as the year goes on. But now, like, do we do we think Jack Gunston should go to Brisbane and therefore be a Danaher Gunston Hipwood forward three again? Like, the, the, it's, it's pretty evident. It's pretty evident. The first two finals that we saw, they went smaller. Charlie Cameron played higher up the ground. They looked a lot more dangerous. It's just it's just an interesting one because Brisbane, are, <laughs> Brisbane seem to be that team. Like, like. What are their glaring flaw, like flaws? Because look at a team like the Bulldogs. There's very big issues in that back line, you know. Mm. There's, but you look at you look at um, Brisbane, and it's like, well, you got a forward line of the you know the twin towers up there. Adding then you got Charlie Cameron, Zach Bailey, Cam Rayner. It's like, well, you can't really fault that. Down back, what Harris Andrews and Gardner, not bad. Rich, my cousin of Kenny Adams, Coleman. Like it's just like there aren't. There's not many glaring. Things going wrong, so it's like, what do they actually need to do to get over the line? Is it Dunkley? Is it just Dunkley? But I doubt it. Like, I'm going to have to counter you. Do I strongly disagree? I reckon there's holes everywhere for the Where? lines. For the lines. Where? So down back. So they've got Harris Andrews, who's an intercept defender, mm-hmm. and they've got no one else to actually take his key position to allow him to intercept. They're not a very good intercepting defending side. Which you look at some of the top teams: Sydney, Collingwood, Geelong. All of them have intercept markers and they rebound from that. Daniel Rich and Katie Coleman can't defend to save their lives. Teams go through their direct opponent, which hurts them. They don't have great leg speed out of their back half, which most look at all the pretty Shane much. Coleman. Doesn't have much leg speed. He's more of a kicker than his actual leg speed. Um, their contest work, it's kneel or nothing. If someone goes a tag on kneel, then uh, Lockie, can you please push through it? They don't have a second one, the only one that... We saw was Jared Berry, but he's not going to do that week to week. And you just rattled off the names of forward of the footy for Brisbane. Brilliant on paper, but they don't work cohesively Eric well together. Eric Hipwood had a player rating of 0.1. Exactly. So so basically he walked out on the ground. And this is what I mean. Hipwood, Danaher, McStay obviously leaving. Those two that are named at the start, perennial underachievers you could argue. So I think there's... Flaws throughout. I don't know if it's a change of game style, bringing personnel in like Dunkley and Ashcroft and going a bit younger. But I think there's a few questions they've got to tinker. It's a fine line. It's They finished sixth. They made a prelim final. Fagan comes out in the press conference and says, yeah, I think we figured out how to play finals after our first two wins. And we've got a recipe for how we need to go about it going forward. So, uh, Chris, what's happened in the previous few final series that you've been in, mate? What have you learned? So it's a bit of a red flag for me, but um, 
Yeah, it'd be intriguing to see. But that's just my opinion. Kobe, agree? Disagree? Do we think Brisbane's going to be there, thereabouts next year? Are they going to finish top eight? Do they slide out? Do they rise up? What do we they think? they get Dunkley, they'll be in the top four. Heard of you first. You reckon one player makes that much of a difference? Yeah. Yeah. They'll win more contests, more inside 50s, more opportunities. Heard of you first. Footy's not a hard game, boys. That's Geelong, on the other hand, yep. no, they look good. They did. Does Max Holmes play this week? I know it's a bit of a... Who knows? You have to speak to him yourself, mate. He's been running around. But I think so. the key, the key to the game, the key to the grand final lies with Jeremy Cameron. Yep. He gets off the leash to long win. Yeah, tend to see that. Um, I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be the battle of the midfields. Well, speaking of midfields, I hope that unlike two years ago when Geelong rolled up to Richmond... And still, even though he was two years younger, two years fresher, played Dangerfield forward. I just want to see Dangerfield in that midfield. I don't think you'll see Dangerfield playing forward this week. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He'll be in the guts. History may repeat itself, but I hope it's not. I hope. I really doubt it. I, I, doubt I, it, I mean, doubt I don't it. want to see it. It won't happen. That team didn't have Jeremy Cameron. Keep in reminder, we had Gary Rowan playing as a second tall as well, so it was a bit of a interesting mix. But... Um, did you guys watch the Sydney Collingwood game? Yeah, I watched it on Sunday. It was a little preoccupied on Saturday, unfortunately. Yep, yeah, a little bit. Um, so, moving into this weekend, predictions? Oh, predictions. So, let's start with... We'll start with individual awards. Norm? Okay. Let's go first goal. First, one. first we're goal? Gonna go technically, okay, go first goal, but then we're going to go winner before Norm, because usually the, the Norm medalist. All right. Um, first goal, Tom Papley. Okay, interesting. I think he's only paying like $8. But First goal, the Tomahawk. Interesting. It's never traditionally a forward, is it? Sort of. Jezza Cameron kicked, a, kicked the first one. Kicked the first one a little while now. Um, what's the odds on Will Haywood? Oh, I looked Sydney. at that today. For Sydney. Got odds for me? You actually want me to look it up? Don't please. put a bet on him, though. Every time you bet on him. <laughs> Personal experience. N- Oh, <laughs> every multi. Uh, I would. I would strongly. What's his name? Will Will, Will Haywood. Seventeen dollars. It's a little third tall, little fly. I would be skeptical, Kobe, of putting money on Tom Papley purely because I dare say he'll probably start inside mid at the first bounce. Doesn't matter, mate. So I'm just saying. Doesn't matter. Rory Sloan, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Rory's a decent out and out mid. Papley's more of a. He'll run forward. Just saying, the eight dollars, and then it'll just be one of these ones. You'll be up and about. The get Swans them will be up and about. Get them on I'll be up and about. Um, winning team. Swan. Cat. Swan. Cat by eighteen. Swans by four. Just want to quickly mention points. Um, I know we're in the game of self promotion on this podcast, but um, start of the year, we had our grand final predictions as to who would make it. I had one out of two. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember your grand final? Predictions yeah, in mine pre-season? Was, yeah, mine was Melbourne Bulldogs. The Bulldogs winning it. Disgust. Kobe? Yours was Melbourne, Melbourne Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah, so I had Melbourne, Melbourne Sydney. And then when we had start of finals. No, you had Brisbane Sydney. Yeah, sorry, what did I say? Melbourne Sydney. Oh, sorry, yep. And start of finals, predicted Sydney Geelong. What did you guys have? Uh, I don't know if... Oh, I think... Oh, no, I predicted Geelong Melbourne. And yep. I've been on Geelong since the box. Yes, I think I said Geelong Melbourne as well. Yep, so we've got what? Is it 15 in a row? 16 in a row? Geelong have won? 15 in a row. 15 in a row versus 8 in a row? Nine. Nine. There you go. Good numbers, Cope. This weekend. Geelong Cats have won 15 games in a row. Yep. Oh, that's, that's and they haven't lost. Yep. 
since before the ball. They haven't lost since Sydney in Sydney. Mm, Buddy Franklin, 1,000 goals. Yep. And in the norm. Yep. Norm. <coughs> the Chad. The Chad. The Chad. You think the Chad? The yep. bum. You think? The gooch. <laughs> the bleach. Um, oh, God. That's Patrick Dangerfield for me. With a cat's win for Dill. Um, I, I can't see Luke Parker not winning it if Sydney win. Okay. Yep. So you've got a Geelong win and Danger winning the Norm. I will walk out. Smokey, Smokey Norm Smith. There's, yeah, um, oh, you wouldn't call Jeremy Cameron a Smokey. Uh, Tom Stewart. Yep, Smokey. Smokey. I'll tell you what, though. Robbie Fox. <laughs> that's good. There's a Smokey. That, that's a Ted Richards that's a one from. Smokey. Yep. And you? Mine's going to be James Rowbottom. Okay. I'll tell you what, though, in the, in reply to that comment, there is nothing more I want to see. And there's a lot, as people know, I seem to be a bit villainy sometimes. There's nothing, you know. <laughs> Got a bit of villain about villain him. Novak and, you know, I love him. Everyone hates him. There's nothing more I want to see than Patrick Dangerfield win a flag on Saturday afternoon. I want to see extra time. <laughs> oh, man. Sure. But, but what's the extra time rule these days? Because remember when it first came in, it was something like, First point. I'm very sure. Is it's it fi- still first? I'm point? very sure it's five each way. Yeah, I think it's Better five each way, and then golden point after oh, that. Okay, that would make sense. Right. That would make sense. Um, Which would be unbelievable. I'll probably cry if that happens. Yeah. To be honest, I'll be a wreck. Like real tears. Yep. Um. Geez, so many stories out of the weekend though. Like coming up, we've got Paddy McCartan. Yep. Stengel. Then you've got um, Joel Sell potentially the final game. Patrick Dangerfield as well. Best story coming. I think it's. I think it has to be Paddy. McCartan. It has to be Paddy McCartan. Yeah, where he came from. Did you see him after the Collingwood game? Big sigh of relief, and just basically said to himself, "Fuck me, eh? Yeah, mm. fascinating. He's, we go again. Yeah, just kept getting, you know, kept getting those KOs, those concussions at St Kilda, and then gave the, someone else a KO. Play, yeah, yeah. Well, you did, yeah, playing forward. Um, there was even, a, you know, there was even a bit of talk about his. Dynamics when it came to leaping for the footy, is he exposing himself too much? Um, and then yeah, whack someone playing for the Sydney Reserves, playing f- forward again, and Excellent. then went back, and he's been a superstar. Him and Tom mm. McCartans. Does Max Holmes play? Yes, no. Well, I don't even. I've, no. heard, I've heard so many different things. No, I don't no, think no. he'll play, and I kind of tend to think Sam Menegola will take his spot. Does Sam Reid play? Yes, no. No. No, nah. mm. not the way he was sitting on the bench after the game. Mm. He mm. looked resigned to the fact that he was going to miss it. It'd be very interesting to see what Sydney do if Sam Reid is out. If he's out, know. what do they do? <clears throat> I think they'll probably bring in a Marty. Bring in the Amarty party? They're going to have to. Um, Logan or Buddy obviously won't ruck. Reid's so important to the structure of Sydney. So Campbell was the sub. Reason why Marty has to come in, Hickey can't ruck a full game. So... It'll be really interesting to see what they do at the selection table. It will be interesting. Yeah. Before we move on, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because we were planning on maybe talking a bit trades, but the trade period doesn't open for a while. So I think. And I think we've I think, spoken a lot about. And I think if we start talking about some of the stuff now, it could be irrelevant by the time we actually are meant to talk about it. So I think we're just going to go on, unless there's something else you want no, to say. No, no, no. It's up to you guys. I'm happy with that. Either way. Quiz time. Quiz Lead time. us, sir. Holy no. shit. It is not. How long have we been on for? 40. So it'll be a nice 40. Nice, quick one. nice easy nice. one. Yeah, correct. Gentlemen. Getting a bit sick of looking at you two. Yeah, that's fair enough. So. Fuck you then. <laughs> gentlemen, we have 
<laughs> it was very serious there. We have 13 questions here. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Now, one thing now... 13 reasons. Now, I mentioned... I sort of mentioned this last week. Something we sort of missed with it being a Monday or Tuesday pod last week was our preview of the Brownlow. We didn't necessarily have a preview of the Brownlow last mm. pod. So we better have a quiz about the Brownlow. So we got the Brownlow quiz. Dylan's <laughs> mentioned... Dylan has mentioned... We're going to have a quiz about the Brownlow. Yeah. The Brownlow quiz. Dylan mentioned earlier in the pod that he... Rates his trivia. Oh, come on. So I'm going to lose 9 0. I'm I'm not great. You're not great. I'm not great great with Brownlee's premiers. That's my premiers. You're pretty good. So, um, the one thing I haven't prepared for this has been a a week long pod request. And then for our listeners at home, the third quiz that I'll be doing is a special edition. So, just stay ready for that one next week. Won't that be your fourth one next week? No. No, it's my third. How about you shut the fuck up and let me do the quiz? Oh, right. shit, uh, Dill, quest. what yeah. would your buzzer for Kobe like to be? Um, Chad. Chad. Kobe, what would yours like to be? Actually, Dylan, what would you like your qui- your um, own name to be? Pat. Okay, so, wait. Chad. Um, oh, yeah, Chad. Yours is Chad, Kobe, and Dill, your Pat. Yeah. Chad and Pat. Pat, Chad and Pat. Can I test the buzzers, please? <laughs> Pat. Chatty. Chatty. Right, nice, nice uh, interesting one to start. Question one. Oh, question before you start. Mm. Do we have to listen to the whole question? Yes. Okay. Question yes. before we start. Are you yes. going to tell us what sort of question is before yes. we ask the question? Yes. Okay. Yes. Who was the Brownlow medal named after? Chad. Charles. Charlie Brownlow. Yep. Charles Brownlow. A little background <laughs> for those at home. He was a former Geelong player and a little bit of an admin guy in the VFL back in the day. Fantastic. One zero two. What's your name again? Chad. Chad. The Chad. <laughs> Number two. Who is the highest polling player to never win a Brownlow? Mm. Chad. Scott Pendlebury. Correct. Uh, that was a good guess. Very good guess. I didn't actually count his votes from uh, Sunday night, but he is in the top five all time. He would be top four Yeah, all see, time. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a little confused if you meant like their highest score and still didn't win or overall. Right. The, question, the question read, who is the highest polling player never to win a Brownlow? Yeah, so polling could mean on the night. That, I'm just saying. I'm just saying I was, I was a little confused with that one. Could have gone either way, Dil. You're right. No, no, 100%. I'm okay. not hey, I agree with you. So, Dil, I think he's got to be a little no, no, bit more clear. No, I'm not, um, I'm, not, I'm not having a go. I'm okay. just like admitting. Like, I think, I listeners, think, the reason why I didn't buzz in, I was not sure. I think, every, I think you're in the 1% here. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> question three. Two zero to chat. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Who holds the record for the most three-vote games in a Brownlow count? Pat. So, just for clarifying. All right. Can I clarify? Absolutely, please. Three votes in that Brownlow count. Yes. So it's not overall, all time. It is in that one particular, night. in that one night. Dustin yes. Martin. Dustin Martin, correct. Thank you. Extra point or extra two points? How many? Do I get the two points? You get the two points. How many? Yep. I reckon that year, what's. It wasn't. Seven. Incorrect. Kobe? Nine. No, it was 11. Holy shit. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. It's half his games, mate. No, score check. Score check. Two one. Two one. Gentlemen, question four, a little bit of an interesting one ahead. Since the AFL introduced the draft, there have only been four top five picks, so those who were drafted in the top five, who have gone on to win the Brownlow in their careers. Who are the four? Chad. Gary Ablett? Incorrect. Gary Ablett was picked way Oh, he was a father-son. Doofus. Uh, Pat? Oh, we're not allowed to know when the draft thing was introduced. Draft picks. Uh, Chris Judd. Yep, one. Mm, Dickhead. Um, one. I'm going to rue this question. Dustin Martin. Two. 
Well, I don't know the draft. And then that five was pick seven, I think. So I've got two points? Yep, two. There's two remaining. I'm happy to entertain after Dill gets this next one wrong. 21 questions on the remaining two. There are people... Nathan Buckley? Incorrect. He was a zone selection to Brisbane. Of course he was. That's ridiculous, isn't it? 21 questions. 21 questions. Anyone can buzz in. Um, Eastern State side. Either yes. of them. Yes. Um, hmm. Victorian side, both of them? Yes. Hmm. Did one of them play for the Dogs? Yes. <laughs> Dylan, you can jump in if you wish. Oh, Pat, one was Adam Cooney? Correct. Uh, Three zero. Now, you guys can literally jump in here. All right, 21 questions doesn't have to be assigned to the one person. Okay, that's good then. Um, Get a ball rolling a bit. Was it Trent Colchin? Correct. Very good, Dylan. Four. A little score check again here, Dill. Oh, I don't know. No, you got four points oh. there. What's your overall total? Then that would be five. Yes, very good. I don't remember where people get drafted. Um, What's his? Two or three? Two. Two. Five, two. Question five. Again, since the Brownlow has been introduced, there are two Brownlow medalists who, were, who went on to win but weren't selected in the national draft. One was a rookie selection and the other was a pre-season selection. Who are the two? Pat. Matt Prittis? Correct. One. Who is the other one? He is, so bear for our listeners at home, Matthew Prittis was a rookie selection. Who was the pre-season selection? Pre-season selection. Do we even do those anymore? Who was yeah. the pre-season selection? Pre-season selection. Kobe, you can jump in here. Uh, pre-season selection, give me a second. Uh, I'm going to go with... Dance one. Incorrect. Chad. It was picked I up think it was 21 s- questions here. Sam Mitchell? Incorrect. Anyone can jump in here. 21 questions. Was you can have questions too here, Kobe. Was this player... Did he play for Geelong? No. Come on, let's get the ball rolling here, gentlemen. I'm going to have to... 2010s? No. 2000s? Yes. Woy Woden. Correct. Very good. Pre-season selection. Dylan. Really? On he fire. Just, where did that 2000 season come from from him? Score, uh, score deal for you? Seven. Thank you. That's ridiculous. All right, gentlemen. Question six. Matthew Richardson. Had an infamous season on the wing in 2008 and polled a mammoth 22 votes in that oh, year's Brownlow. That was Brownlow. a question. I knew that. Where did he rank on that year's leaderboard? Chad, third. Correct. Joint with Gary Ablett. That Very was good. 100% a guess. Very. Oh, wow. wow. Done well there. Question seven. Which Brownlow medal winner in the AFL era won the award with the least amount of votes polled? Mm. Least Keep amount. in mind, the AFL came in... I don't know the exact date, but late 80s, I'm pretty sure. Maybe early 90s, I'm not sure. Can we go straight to 21 questions? Yes, of course we can. Pat, <clears throat> 90s? Yes. Oh, shit. It's not Robert Harvey deal. I, I honestly, I, I don't think I even have an answer to give you our uh, 90s. Um, Kobe, who? this is you here, brother. Come on. You to get back Eastern in the game. Eastern States team? Yes. Yeah. Collingwood? Incorrect. St Kilda? Incorrect. North Melbourne? Incorrect. Oh, I'm sorry. Carlton. Incorrect. Essendon. Correct. He polled 18 votes. Chad. Gavin Wanganen. Correct. Kobe. Very good. Very good. All right, gentlemen. I would never have gotten Essendon then. I forgot about him. Yeah. Score update? Seven. Seven. Five? Five, I think. I think it might be six. I think it's not six. <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> In two, the 2003 Brownlow Medal winner, Shane Wo Woden, polled 24 votes to win the award in 2000. Sorry, the 
2000 award. My bad. Got yeah. This is a true or false question. First one, Buzzy. In any particular season after 2000, did Wo Woden poll any more than 13 votes? Chad, false. Correct. He polled 12 in 2003, and in the years after that, didn't poll any more than six. Wow. Can we also get a score update? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's on five now. He's on five now, I think, as well. Oh! He's on five now. I think I think you're on five now because yeah. you're on. No, you are on five now. On f- yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I came for that question hard because I thought I was getting close. Chad, did, did you Chad, come for it hard. Chad, Chad. Oh, I came for it hard. Chad, put it away. All right, seven five. Question nine. Yep. Last year's vote count, mm-hmm. so not the one gone the year before, was the first time in history where four players polled more than thirty votes. Mm. Who were those four players? Pat- Chad. Oh. All right, well, the winner was on. in order. Why? From winner down. Oh, and do I do we get points for just? Uh, is this the with, last question? No. It started with wines. Correct. He had thirty-six rounds at home. Who came second? Oliver. Incorrect. Bontempelli. Correct. Thirty-three. Who came third? Oliver. Correct. Who came fourth? Who polled thirty votes on the money? If he doesn't get this pat, you can jump back in. Is this winner takes all? Like all no, 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 no. So oh, think- sorry. You get you get one. Yep. And Chad gets two. Five, four, no three. It's not Petraka. Two, one. David Mundy. Incorrect. Petraka. Incorrect. Mm. I can't even. Anyone Eastern can State jump team. in. Eastern State team. Yes. Lockie Neal. Incorrect. Collingwood. Incorrect. Victorian team. Yes. Keep going. Paddy Cripps. Incorrect. Who got fourth? Tom Mitchell. Incorrect. Come on, Kobe. North Melbourne. Incorrect. Essendon? No. No. Hawthorne. No. Geelong. No. <laughs> St. Kilda. Incorrect. Jack Steele. No. Jewish, come on, guys. Bulldogs. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. This guy's been disrespected. Yep. Hawthorne. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Collingwood. Yeah. St. Kilda. Carlton. Essendon. Carlton. Yes. Wait, I yes, said Carlton. Carlton. Yes, Carlton. Sam Walsh. Correct. Oh, he said Carlton. I did. Yeah, but it wasn't a question. It was a statement of fact. Allison's at, at home now. All right, so I got one for that, and you got three. Yes. So that's now I'm eight all. Eight all. Question ten. Fuck me. It's good, but. All right. Both of you will answer this. Oh, it's the closest. Closest, closest number wins. Did you see his eyes? All right, Pat. No, I didn't. Pat, because you were leading, you can guess first. It's a draw, brother. It's a draw. All right. Yep. No, but you were leading first. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. I was actually leading. There first. is, there is a, <laughs> no. Before this question, you <laughs> yeah. fuckhead. Shut up, Chad. There is a jersey number between one and seventeen. Yeah. That in fact has never won the brown line. What number is it? Closest wins. Fifteen. Fifteen. Kobe. Or Chad? 14. 14. What did you say again? 15. 14 wins. The number is eight. <sighs> Dickhead. <laughs> number eight has never what won. Could have been the other? Oh, yeah. Never, <laughs> never, never won the brand loan. Okay. What number? Eight. That's broken. Never won a one. Never won. Hey, he'll break it. All right, Josh question Hunt 11. Won, We've got three left. Eight. We have three left. All right. Actually, I might change my order around a little bit here. 21 questions. Oh, I'll go an easy one. Which club? Has the most Brownlow medal winners? Pat. Geelong. Incorrect. Oh, I, would, I would back in the out here. Chad. Collingwood. Incorrect. Colton. Incorrect. Nah. 
Ch- uh, Pat Essendon. Incorrect. Um, Hawthorne. Incorrect. Ooh. Victorian team. Yes. Sort of. Footscray. Incorrect. Sydney. South Melbourne. Yeah. Correct. Well done, Kobe. I've seen that as well during the week. Kobe has a t- on 14. It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Bob Skilton. Yep. Oh, we don't get extra points don't, for being smart. No, no, no. Yeah. Who's the other one that's won like three? Uh, I forgot. Oh, anyway, let's go me down with a bloody socket. Okay. 21 questions here, gentlemen. Who is the record holder? Second last question. Who is the record holder of playing the most games? 193 games, in fact, without polling a Brownlow vote. Chad. Oh, he's in my head. He's in my head. I can see him. Uh, like I said, 21 questions. Um, St Kilda? Incorrect. Damn. Is he still currently playing? He was on a list this year. To answer the question, no. He was on a list. Defender? Yes. Victorian team? Yes. I'll give you some insight. Jangiri? Incorrect. No. St Kilda? Incorrect. That's what I said before. I'll give some insight. He broke the record previously held by Tom Lonigan on 191 from Geelong. Nick Smith in there as well at one point. I, honestly, it's a good question. I'm just not sure if my brain's going to get there. No. All right, let's let's wrap. All right. Carlton. No. Sorry. The team. <laughs> Listeners he, at the home. The team he ended on this year. Yes. Carlton. No. Collingwood. No. Geelong. No. Essendon. No. Richmond. No. Hawthorne. No. North. No. Bulldogs. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. That was the team he started with. <laughs> well, you might as well just give him give us the team he ended on. Collingwood. You need this deal. He retired this Shit. year. He retired this year. He was playing for Collingwood. Started his career at the Bulldogs. Played in the 2016 Grand Final. Oh, Roughhead. Correct. Jordan Roughhead. 193 games without polling a vote. He finished his career on 202. And I, I saw that stat during the week as well. Yeah, so. He played 193 games. Without polling a vote. Jordan Roughhead played 200 games? 193. No, 202. Oh, shit. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Final so question. So we got one and then played nine more games. Yeah. yeah. Playing. Next uh, question. Last question. Final question. We're on nine each. Nine Ooh. each. This couldn't have gone any better for there you, There are Bob. three points available. There are three players who have won the Brownlow, but were deemed ineligible. Who are they? Oh, it's, it's, all, it's all yours because... I on I don't I don't have any idea. Who are the three players? They were all pre twenty ten. Who won the Brownlow based off votes polled, but were deemed ineligible. They're all pre two thousands, aren't they? Find out. Twenty one questions. Let's go. How many of them are in the two? Oh, twenty one questions. Uh, uh, are one. they all in the two thousands? No. One plays for the Dogs. Yes. Was it Grant? Correct. Dylan gets one from the fire. No one thought he would get one, yet he did. There are two remaining. Were these two in the 2000s? Incorrect. Was one of them in the 2000s? Incorrect. They're all pre-90s. Sorry, pre-2000s. No. One's recent. Yes. Oh, oh, uh, Joe Watson. Oh, Dylan! He has officially won the quiz picking Joe Watson. Who would have thought? And Dylan, do you want to make it a grand slam like your man Novak and name who the third person is? I would love to, but I don't know. Is it pre-2000s? Yes. Then I have no idea, my friend. Kobe. Is it pre-90s? No. It's mid-90s. 90s. Wayne Carey. Incorrect. Okay. So it was Corey McKernan. Correct. 
But Unlucky Kobe, you came who, second in the quiz. That's who the White Walkers named after, guys. I know. So that was a um, that's our Brownlow quiz. That's a great quiz. I was really hoping at some stage it would be who holds the record for the most votes because it's two players and it's Dusty yeah. and Wines. Yes, and I know that one. Yeah, thirty six. Well. Correct. All right, so hope you enjoy that at home. And just like I said before, the quiz started. Next week, special yep. Cobb edition. And then it is back to guys, Kobe. Guys, guys, guys. It's the fucking grand final. It is. It's huge. It's the grand final. First time I will have been in Melbourne since I watched Dylan fall in love. Wow. There's a fact really? for you. Really? Yep. Yep, that's interesting. Eight years ago. Yep. Wow. And this grand final, first one since pre-COVID. To be in Melbourne. Yep, to and be I'll in tell Melbourne. you what, Melbourne will be humming. It will be. And I will absolutely. be humming just as loud. It will be steaming, and I can't wait to see the Swans win. Up the Cats. Swans, Swans by four points. They are.